Okay. Today's vad was dedicated to Rafu Ashrema, Batya Bat Hanna, Zat Hashem, and the Zichut of the Limuda Torah, and the Zichut of the Tzedakah. She should have a Rafu Ashrema Bekarov Mamish. Okay. So we mentioned yesterday that the the, the Avoida of Rosh Hashanah, what we need to do on Rosh Hashanah, it's not enough to recognize that Hashem is the king of the world, and this is his kingdom, and this is his world, and we are the Avde Hashem. That's not enough to have clarity in that. But rather, the work goes further. It says, Imru Lefonei Malchias, Shetamlichuni Aleichem, Kedei Shetamlichuni Aleichem, in order to make Hashem a Melech over yourself. That means that it has to be Nikar has to be recognized in your behavior, in your life, that you accepted Hashem as a king over yourself. Tamikuni Aleichem. Okay? The question is, how do we make the work? When you first sit down to think about the subject, it becomes very complicated because many people think that first you have to understand what Malchius is. And understand what the concepts of Hashem is the Shalit and his Einoid Balvado and all these deep, deep things which a person would have to probably learn the whole Sefer Das Tunas and then Nefeshachayim. And if he really wants to understand the Oymik of he has to see like the Chilukim between the base Medrash of the Gro and the base Medrash of the Baal Shem Tov. And exactly what does it mean? Soiviv kol almin, memalek kol almin, all these fancy stuff, right? So first of all, it would be impossible to make a crash course to understand such deep things under short, such short notice, for sure. This is years of big amelis via gear. Besides, most of us, our level of learning is not good enough. You know, just like when we learned Nashim Nazikin, you had to get the Rishonim and to see the difference and the Lomdis and, you know, the different Mahalchem and the Sugya, that takes years to acquire that ability, you know, that's not something that comes overnight. And now we're going to take a subject that's so profound and so unbelievable, defining the whole Bria, the creation of the world and the purpose of the creation and, and, you know, everything that's like impossible, you know. But even if it would be possible, even if a person would be on a level of Havona and Lomdis and Yediyah, like Nachayich, it still won't help. Why? The Seals of Sharm taught us a massive Yisait, big Yisait. The Seals of Sharm says when it comes to practical Avoidah, it doesn't help to know all these fancy Chidushim in your Seichel. Seals Hashem says, I'm writing a book that I'm not going to tell you chedushim. Right? So some people think that the Seals Hashem is like an anav. You know, he's very humble, which he was, for sure. And he's writing, I'm not telling you any chedushim. I'm saying things that are very poshet. And you know them already. Right? So they think he's anav. And uh, he declared his humility in the book, you know. But that's not the pshat and what Masil Sharm is saying. For Haraya is that Rabbi Shol Salanta says, the Masil Sharm says, I'm going to write uh, a book with Achidushim and I will go in his path. Alright? So if the Masil Sharm meant to say something humble, 
He's not going to say, and I will be humble like him. It doesn't make sense, right? So obviously, Masil Sasharim is saying something unbelievable in Avodah Hashem. How to make real, practical Avodah Hashem. And the Masil Sasharim himself, who says, I'm not going to tell you Chedushim, writes about six or seven times, I don't remember exactly, but he writes many times in the paragraphs following those words, that this is very deep and you need a lot of iyun and it's boninut. So if it was simple, what do you need so much iyun and it's boninut for, right? So what Masil Hashem is telling us, that since Avodah Hashem is the work of the body, the body has to understand things in a very down-to-earth, poshant way. Otherwise the body doesn't go. You understand that? Again. It's true, the concepts that lie behind these points are very deep and very profound. But it has to be brought down to a level where you can identify with it in a simple way. Let me try to give you a little bit of an example of what I'm trying to say, right? Let's say I would tell you that all our panosa, 100%, is kol kulay hashkocha pratis. We have no control. It's like in the Midbar... Hashem dropped the panosa in the in the miraculous way called the man. Okay? He dropped it in a miraculous way called the man. And I would tell you that today it's the same miracle as it was then. Just you don't see the man falling from the sky. Now what's the proof? The proof is because Yirmiyah Novi went to the people and he said to them, you're working too hard. You're not spending enough time in Avodah Hashem. And he pulled out a jar that had a the man in it. They saved it. And he said, hey, look. So that's a very weak argument to make. So Mishlema, when I'm in the Midbar, and the bread is falling from skies, okay, I don't have to work, you know. The bread's coming from Hashem. But here, look at the Metzias, right? The Metzias is... That we don't have panasa. Panasa is very, very difficult to get panasa. So what do you want from our life? Very nice, once upon a time, Hashem gave man. That's a beautiful thing. But what does it have to do with today, right? So Yirmiyah was telling them that today also the man is coming down. That's how you get your panasa, bederachnas. Just it's hidden. You don't see it, right? So, but that's a hard concept to understand if a person would want to go learn the subject of how mizonotav shal adam kitzuvin lo and everything is coming vashkocha and learn the concepts is very deep, right? But even if I learn the concepts deep, but tomorrow when I'm not sure how to pay the bills, you know, that's not going to do much good for me, because in a practical sense, I don't daher it in a very practical sense. So if I would go to a person, I want to help you with this concept, right? Even though you're not such a smart guy. And you're not so learned. And you don't know all the principles of emuna. Emuna is a very deep subject, you know. It's, emuna is understanding concepts and then activating a midah called emuna to rely on something bigger, you know. That's a very big thing, right? But you're a simple guy, right? So I say, okay, let's make a down-to-earth calculation. And we figure out exactly the expenses of a religious family, just the way we live, and different than the way we live in the world, you know, we have a lot of children, and we have tuitions, and we have to pay for kosher food, 
And we, we go through everything, 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 all the way we have to live. And the fact that we can't just, you know, pitch a tent somewhere in Texas and get a job over there because we need a community and we need a yeshiva and we need a, uh, all these things, you know. you got to live in certain areas. And those areas that where everybody lives is not the cheapest place to live, you know. And you can't go into McDonald's and buy yourself a meal for a dollar ninety-nine. And if you're a real religious Jew and you're eating Bet Yosef and Bodek and who knows what, everything is expensive. And you have Shabbos and you have Yontif and you have to give Meister. And there's certain businesses you're not allowed to go into. And you're limited in the time of how much you can work. You have to be Kavei Yitzim Latayr. I mean, like you finish all the rules, all the expenses with all the rules, mathematically speaking, uh, everybody should be broke stiff, you know. That's just the facts. Mathematical facts. And the truth is, the MS is that in, in, uh, relativity to the secular world, Jewish people are doing much better Parnassah-wise than in, in ratio to everybody else. We're doing much better in Parnassah, Baruch Hashem. And even the people that struggle in Parnassah, the Meshachachma says, because you want to live above your means. Okay, you want to live above your means? That's your problem. If you would live within your means and be mistapik b'mu'it, it would be no problem. But it really should be a problem even with that. Because just life costs money even without the above the means. And the amount that we're allowed to work and the amount of halachas that govern work and how we're allowed to have competition with people. By the time you finish learning Choshet Mishpat or Rechaim and Yeridea, your hands are tied behind your back and you're very limited in how to make Parnassah. And the Hitzos and the responsibility of, of how to spend money is exuberant, right? Yet, you look at the Metzias. When I see the Metzias, when I focus on the Metzias, that people are living, Baruch Hashem. And the kids are learning in yeshivas. And we're supporting Kol Elim. And all these things. This is a reality, right? So that's something, so you see Bechush. You are able to see Bechush that Parnassus Menach Something that intellectually you couldn't chop it. But you could see it b'chosh. But here's the, here's the deeper point, what the Ramchal is teaching us. Even if a guy is such a brilliant person, and Itaka learns all das fulis and nefesh achayims and whatnot, and Itaka understands the musagim that Hashem creates the world, and He runs the world, and parnasim and and all these zachin, but if he doesn't see it in a down-to-earth way, it won't help him in a practical way. His chedushim, Again, you can have people that can say Chedushim in Nefesh Achayim, they can give Shiurim in Nefesh Achayim. And they can say Chedushim and the, 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 the Mahalach from the Ramak with the Arizal and the Dastfunis and the, 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 the Balatanya, you know. But then when it comes down to Maisa, they have zero practical Emunah in day-to-day living, you know. They're still schwitzing over Panos and they're still dead scared, right? So what, what does that mean? That means that there can be an intellectual place but in the practical place, it's not going to do avoida. So the, the, the ideal way of avoida is obviously to understand the subjects to such a degree where you're able to process it in the most simple, safa, clear, that the goof could relate to it. And see it in the most chushistic way possible. The Gemara says, if a person wants to be anav, 
the, the fact that he has to go to the bathroom helps him become an anav. How, how does that work, you know? He's going to the bathroom. So that means that if a person would truly understand the amount of miracles that it requires for the human being to be healthy, and it's like insane amount. And there are people that are on dialysis and this and that, and this, the complications are so many complications, and you're relying on things that are not in your hands. So I think about that. And especially we eat processed foods. We don't control anything. Like, you don't know what's going in your body, you know? It's impossible to know. You're not going to your field and cutting your wheat and grinding it yourself and, 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 and making your own bread, you know? It don't work like that. So it's this, this toxins, this poisons, this uh, complication. By the time he finishes thinking about all that, he will realize that he has zero control over his life and he's b'rshus acherim. He's in the hands of Hashem. Okay, so that's that's a very down-to-earth thing. It's not a deep thing. It's a down-to-earth realization that a person is misboinen and he sees these are the facts. Whether you understand them, you don't understand them, they are the facts. Which helps a person come to a, a certain clarity, okay? So this is a big aside. Before we learn this maimah from Yeruchim, which is depth within itself, but to, to get this aside is that when we want to be tamlichuni aleichem, we don't have to learn dastfunis and all these fancy things. And even if we were able to learn them, it wouldn't help us for Tamlikhuni Aleichem. Tamlikhuni Aleichem is we have to see it in a very down-to-earth, practical, real way. You have to see Malchus. You have to be able to visualize it. You have to see it, and then you can get to it. And that's really Rabbi Rucham's Maimah here, which is very deep. I don't know if we're going to finish it today. But he says like this. This is how we started, okay? So Rabbi Rucham says like this. He brings down the, the words of the Rabbi Shol Salanta in Mechtav Zayin. And the Gemara says, in Poga Bechom and Nuvel Zer, if the Yetzara attacks you, Moshchei Lebeis HaMajosh. You gotta take him to the base Majosh. So simply, you understand that Chazal. If your Yetzara is very strong, go learn, go to the base Majosh, go learn, it'll help you. So, but uh, Rabbi Shol Salanta doesn't say that. He says, Bechol Prat, if you're struggling with gaiva, you have to learn the sugyas of anava. You're struggling with a lack of yushamayim, you gotta learn that sugya. Okay? And if you don't learn that sugya, you will not conquer the problem. That's Rabbi Sol Salanta. Pirish ha'goinu. It's a very brilliant idea. Pirish. Dafka beis medrash shall call dova v'dova beis medrash kloli efsha dain lagiel lashlemus dorish dafka beis medrash shall call dova miyuchadim. Fine. Then he goes further, and he says he brings down the mesil sishar. Torah mevili day zehirus. That means if you want yirat shamayim zehirut to be careful not to sin and to make sure you do what you're supposed to do. If you want yirat shamayim. There's only one way to do that, Torah. The, but the Masil Sashorim in Parak Dalit writes that it's a certain analysis of the Torah that will bring you to Yirat Shamayim, and that is the Indian of Schar Ba'oinish. There's Boinunus Ba'oimik Hadin Adhechan Magir. Okay? We've developed the mind. I'm just going to give you the setup here. So again, every single thing needs its special learning. If you want Yirat Shamayim, 
the thing you got to learn is Scharvainish. If you don't learn Scharvainish, you're not going to touch the Subi of your Shemaim, at least on the basic level. Not happening. And he says, even though if you look at the Mesil Sashorim, and he says different calculations for different levels of people, but he says that every calculation is based around Scharvainish. Even the very deep, high-level people, it's also based around Scharvainish. I mean, Scharvainish can be understood on multiple levels too. But if you don't have Scharvainish, you're not Shaykh to Hiroshima. Okay? Not Shaykh to Zahiris. Fine. That is what he says. And let's try to dehar something. So he says, Be'emes, Gam ha'avoyda jushalonu be'es ha'el, ke'es be'el, sh'arei yisoyd be'el l'asogas malchis. La'avin u'lahakem malchusa yisborach. La'ham l'chaz Hashem yisborach al'atzmoy. U'lihikanesh b'chol mahusoy tachas o malchusa. That's the job of El. To prepare yourself for that. U'lihoyz Hashem l'melech ha'kolaretz. He says, Harei derech ha'sogas malchis. You have to get that clarity. Hashem be mishpat yamidaritz. Ba'anogas hamalchis u be mishpat charutz. U be diktuk noir. Right? So he says, how are you going to get that concept? How are you going to understand it? How are you going to get that into yourself? That Hashem is melech be mishpat yamidaritz. He says, derech hasogas malchis dafka boyfriend. Zeh haynu ba'avoydi yeshira al-koros schar va'oynish. Can't get it any other way. And that's Taka White's Dominican Yeshivas to learn the third shah of Shai Chuba. Now, and again, he, he reiterates that point at the end, and he says, Every single concept you want to learn, you have to learn the Torah of that concept. So he's telling you, if you want to get Ready for Rosh Hashanah, you have to study Schar Vayinish. Okay? Now, but here's where the Oymik begins. What time is it? We have time? Huh? Two more minutes? Tamshik? Okay. Shaul said we should go weiter. Okay. Say it. Now, this is the Oymik. Watch, watch this Kanechen Rabbi Rucham. Watch this. It says like this. Regilim onu lilmoid hapshat the Mesil Sisharim said it's it's the Amkis, it's the Lomdis. Regilim onu lilmoid pshat the Mesil Sisharim shahaz boininus mischar boininus urak davar study. If you're going to study mischar boininus, it's like a side way of inspiration. Kashayire oimekadin kinoiru when you see that oimekadin is so strong, right? Umishpat Hashem. Poros are called tzad as memelo yira odom sheinian avodas Hashem uinian God. But memelo yifnele betziniyut means once he sees, wow. So memelo it's like a motivation to do avodah properly, right? If he's there, he's born in this mechavus mechavonish udovet study vechitzoni. It's a side point that's going to help. It's like a means to bring a person to avodas Hashem. Avaloi kenu. is that you want to see Malchias. If you see Malchias, like we said before, that's when you chop Malchias. Mm-hmm. You want to see it. 
How do you see the Malchus of Hashem? Where's the manifestation of it in the down-to-earth world? And Malchus means, which we're going to expand on it again tomorrow, Malchus means that you're a Mukhrach, which I have to explain that concept, you're a Mukhrach. So in order to feel Malchus, you have to see Malchus. By the fact that I see the way the world runs, that's down-to-earth. I see the way the world runs. And you can't do what you want. Because if you try to do what you want, you end up in a problem. So if I see through the eyes of the Torah, this when this thing happens in the world, it's this. When that thing happens in the world, it's that. Right? You see Hashem being shalit and mishpat being the manifestation of mishpat. Then you saw malchis. If you saw malchis, you're able to makabel malchis. Okay? I'll explain it again tomorrow. Believe me, if someone reminds me, and go a little bit deeper into what this means that a person has to be a mukhach.